0: They're flagrant, and yet they're still friends. It's the Flagrant Friends Podcast, bringing you your NBA news. It is another week and another exciting NBA week. I don't know. Another exciting <laughs> I, I, I was I was at a loss. I already used week and I'm like, oh, I don't know where I go with that. Because I can't say season. That that just that just doesn't work anymore. We're well, beyond that. We are. We are. But hey,
1: now officially and we hope some of you joined us for our live pre show for the oh, Super Bowl, yes. yes. But now officially Football is done. Maybe we'll have the Gridiron Gang, you know, NFL draft special. But
0: before, that, but yeah. other than
1: that, we got a while to go here, we got, folks. We got a couple so, of specials yeah. under
0: our belt, kind of stuff. So we so can yeah.
1: focus. We can focus completely on basketball. I love college basketball too. I love high school basketball. I coach high school basketball. Uh, but NBA, and this week you're already going to see it. More national televised games already. D&T has games tonight as we speak here on Tuesday night, besides the normal games on Wednesday night on ESPN, Thursday night on DNT, Friday night on, on ESPN, and the ABC prime time game Saturday night. But also, ESPN has two games Sunday night as well uh, this week, completely saying, hey, we need some programming without football. Yeah.
0: Let's throw some games in there. So I've even heard the NFL network. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> The NFL. The Network. NFL Network is playing yeah. the uh, Bucks.
1: Saint Sons, <laughs> the
0: the uh, the
1: the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Mashing up with the Tampa Bay Bucks. It's a mashup. <laughs> it's an
0: NFL Network NBA Network mashup. Well, <laughs> we didn't introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Ben. Here at the uh, Stage Left Lounge, and we have joined with us, as I, always. I am Steve uh, here at the Stage Left Lounge, sitting several feet, of course, across
1: from yes. Ben but here at the studio and we we are again show prepping as we're doing the show we have the warriors and and spurs game on as they're in a a second night of a back-to-back against each other but so if if at any time i randomly scream or something like that just you know don't don't be alarmed steph curry probably just hit a three or something like that but we're gonna we're gonna stay we're gonna stay focused we have a bunch of, of nationally televised games to get to this week it's gonna be fun don't be sad about football being done let's focus on basketball though I, I we last just really quickly though and we've touched on this on on the football podcast but just an amazing job they, they changed some things around they did some things but an amazing job by the NFL that they actually had a beginning, middle, and end to a season yeah. where every oh, yeah. single game was played. Yeah, Not the exact date that it was supposed to, but still every single game was played.
0: Hey, I mean, I'm so I'm impressed because I, I honestly thought that there would be a couple of games that would be at least canceled. I mean, especially that first week, I thought for sure they're going to cancel those games. It's just done. So, And if not early, then, then late for the teams that are already
1: eliminated. Right. Yeah, like once a team is eliminated from playoff contention, just shut them down, right? But every every game was played, and so kudos to them. Unfortunately, the NBA hasn't been as lucky, and obviously it's the nature of the bees. Trying to play
0: yeah.
1: three to four games in a week instead of one is, is, a lot, is a lot different. Baseball saw the same thing. Though they were able to get a large percentage of their last season's games, and hopefully this season it will be even better as more and more people get... Get vaccinated, and we hopefully move more forward and not uh, backwards. But Absolutely. speaking of forward, let let's
0: let's yeah. get after it, Ben. Well, we got straight into it. i speaking of games that may or may not be necessary this season. Yeah. Segue. Uh, so, yeah, we we're talking about the NBA doing the All Star game. Should it even happen, Steve? What's your thoughts? Yeah. As of right now, the plan is for the NBA
1: still to have an all-star game in March in Atlanta. uh, I didn't memorize the itinerary, but it's basically a condensed version. Everybody flies in, you know, Saturday night late. You have the game Sunday. They fly out Sunday after the game type of thing. Okay. I don't agree with LeBron much because I'm not a LeBron fan, even though I do. I'm not a hater. Anybody who loves LeBron, if you say anything negative about him, you're a hater. Not a hater. I just I'm not a fan of his. I appreciate his greatness. I'm just not a fan of his. But I completely agree with him on this point. Saying basically, he's saying why are we playing? There's no reason for us to play. Mm -hmm. One, take take. (laughs) It's a huge thing, but let's just for a second forget about the whole worldwide pandemic thing. They had a season push back. Where then they started another season 74 days after the last one ended, right? Yeah. So, the last thing you need to do is have someone play a meaningless game, especially when it's been a long time since the All-Star game was actually anything that resembled a real basketball game. It's Obviously, it's entertainment. It's for the fans. It's trading dunks and all that stuff. And... Also, because of TV, because of the schedule, it's not like this is the back in the day. Kind of like the like for baseball, the All Star Game used to be cool because it was the one time you would see the American League play the National League until the World Series with interleague play and all those other things. That's no longer the case. Same thing with the NBA. Yes, they play in a normal in a normal, which this obviously isn't in a normal eighty-two game season. Even every team from the East still plays every team from the West twice in a home and home, so it's not like these teams don't play each other. And because of TV deals and everything like that, the NBA League Pass, blah, blah blah, all these other streaming services, you can watch an NBA game, multiple NBA games at that, every night. So it's right. not it's not like I have to wait around until whichever you know Sunday afternoon or Saturday night game they want to show me. And if not, I don't get to watch the NBA. So, yeah, I really hope I get to watch the All-Star game because I haven't been able to see any of these guys. That's not the case. We're able to see them all the freaking time. So the last thing that I want to do as a fan, and this, and I'm and me saying I want to do as a fan is not me particularly. I'm saying all of us as a fan. The last thing that we want to do as a fan of a team is have our best player on the team because – that's who's going to go to the all-star game, right? Like, right. You know, he's not going to be some scrub. Your best player is going to go to the all-star game. So if your best player goes to the all-star game and heaven forbid he, and that's the thing, he doesn't even have to get COVID. Just someone there does.
0: Correct. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, uh, it, trace, trace, right. contract, tra- contract tracing. Yeah. So
1: if one of the people, one of them, doesn't matter who, if one of those people get it now, Everybody that was just at the All-Star game has to sit out for at least 10 days, I think the NBA is. It's between 10 and 14 days. Obviously, everybody's a little bit different. But you and you need multiple positive, you know, or negative tests, obviously, which is a positive thing. But <laughs> <laughs> a negative test is a positive thing. Yeah. So you 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 know, but you, you still have to sit out a couple days even if you have multiple negative tests. Correct. So the last thing you want to do, and again. Because the NBA is different, and because the teams are so matched up, and I maybe I'll mention this briefly later when I'm talking about games, but now I don't have to. The Western Conference between like the four seed and like the twelfth seed is all within two games of each other. So if your best player misses two weeks, that's missing. Let's let's just we'll go low. That's missing six games at least. If you go one in five or zero and six in those games you could go from like the fourth seed to the 15th seed where now you're not right in the, you're not making the playoffs. You're not even close. So yeah. <laughs> imagine if that's why you don't make the playoffs is because your best player went to an all-star game and someone next to him got COVID. He had to sit out for two weeks and you go one in five in those six games. And all of a sudden you go from the fourth seed to the 14th seed. And now there's just too much ground for you to make up. Right. So long story short, There is no reason to have this game. Let the voting continue. Name the All-Stars. Name the reserves. Honor them. Heck, do a virtual Zoom call with all of them. I don't care. Where we can see them talk to each other whatever. But then that normal Saturday night of NBA All-Star weekend, play classic NBA slam dunk contests and three-point shootouts. And then on that Sunday, play classic All-Star games. And if you... You know, if you can't remember a really good one, if you're not old enough, watch the 1992 All-Star Game. It was Magic Johnson's last when he already uh, retired because he announced, obviously, that he had HIV. He was voted in to play. He was allowed to play. There's so much going on to that game because 1992 was a long time ago and what people thought about being HIV positive and being and now are completely different things but that game in Orlando he takes turns basically going at Isaiah going at Michael going like just they're all taking turns going one on one against him it was the most entertaining all-star game that I remember I know there's been some other ones since then but the 92 one's awesome I mean show some old all-star games it'll still get ratings People that like basketball are going to want to watch it and everybody else who doesn't watch it is going to be happy that their best player did go to a uh, fly into Atlanta for a night and then fly back out and now has to quarantine for 10 days. So yeah. just uh, get the, keep the voting going, announce their all-stars, congratulate them for, for being all-stars because I know there are some players who have incentives <laughs> in their contract that they get extra money if they're an All-Star or All-NBA or whatever. So let that happen. But there's no reason to actually play the game because it's not a game. It's an exhibition. It's entertainment. And I'd much rather care about the season than I care about that game.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only thing I was going to add to that is is exactly what you just said. It is an ex- exhibition. And therefore, I mean, it's a dunk contest, really, when it comes down to it. That's really what it is. And, and, and if you want to do that, I mean, there are ways to do that. You can do that. You could you could open up each individual player arena, but the problem is, is that the NFL doesn't want to probably pay for the staff to do that. Mm-hmm. The people like me, the technicians that, that I actually take right. to, to but do if, that. But if you wanted to make it, and, and let me know, Ben, if you, if you like this idea,
1: if you want to make it super easy to have a slam dunk contest, you still have the people who and there's only going to be 5 6 people or whatever who want to enter the same dunk contest all they have to do is some day before a game at practice whatever again we have technology yeah they send a video in yep. of, of their three best dunks yep and then and they and they they label them they have to pick they have to label them one, two, and three as far as what they think their best dunk is, their second best dunk is, and their third best dunk. Correct. All these dunks get into the NBA office or, you know, whatever. And we show everybody's third best dunk. We vote on it. I mean, American Idol and The Voice and all these things, they do these votings all the time via text and Twitter and whatever. So, hey, here's everybody's third dunks. Everybody vote. Absolutely. Then go, oh, the the top four move on. Okay, here's our second dunks. Everybody, Absolutely.
0: Everybody vote. You you can do that, but here's the deal. Here's here's the here, the thing is that that's not all that complicated, of a, of a task to do. I mean, it, it, there's work involved, but it's all n- it, nothing in what you just said was complicated. Yeah. You could do it, but again, it involves the money. It's a, it's all about money paying people to do that said stuff. Yeah, to do the work. Right. Yes. Right. Though you know I mean? if you still have the dunk contest,
1: you can still get the TV rights for from TNT for showing the dunk contest. Correct. And thus that can help you pay your film people, your editing people, your, I mean, heck, they'll probably put music behind it. They'll put a highlight package together, whatever. So you pay those people that are going to do that. And you
0: can do it while you're doing it safely. You didn't have, nobody had to fly into Atlanta. The issue is you're paying each individual player to have their own set of crew. As opposed to, on on the the All Star game, it would be one crew, right? Same same true. amount of people. True, one true. crew. That is true. Right? Like now, I got to pay if there's how, how many people are in the dunk contest? Is it usually there? I mean, usually there's six to eight. Usually, yeah, I mean, there's usually yeah, not. Yeah. So get let's that crazy, let's just let's just say six. Let's just for argument's sake six, six, six. Right? They even want to make it less this year, so you got to pay a staff of six different players let's say one of those players or two of those players are on the same team now we've got five different staff (laughs) I mean that's that's a lot of staff and that's the problem is that it's going to cost money that's that's the issue and then you got to take all that and then add it together at the end right and so that's the only reason I can say is that that's the only reason that they're not looking creatively at another solution. Every time it boils down to the NBA just is losing money hand over fist and doesn't want to lose any more money. But the idea, I think, is that what you said, having a past All-Star game like the 1992 NBA All-Star game, which I do remember. That was amazing. Yes, And I mean... I. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of basketball, but I'm not the biggest fan, right? Like like I'm not a Schwanda fan. Right? <laughs> like the Schwanda fan. Right? Like but I mean, it was an amazing, amazing all star game. I remember watching that. Like like just watch the the highlight reel of Jordan doing that free throw dunk, his famous free throw dunk, which he did, I believe that was the nineteen ninety two, was it not? Well, in the slam in the slam dunk contest,
1: it was before that. It was eighty seven, was or eighty eight. It was, it was okay. yeah. There was a couple of and again things that you can show, and maybe some of these kids that were born after two thousand can understand that. Yes, the, the the game has changed. Yes, the athletes are bigger, stronger, and faster. But that does not mean that there wasn't good, exciting, entertainment basketball being played before two thousand either, and. There was a stretch there, eighty. I think really 86, 87, and eighty eight, where you had Michael, you had Dominique Wilkins, who, which again, if you don't know who Dominique Wilkins is, you you need to Google him immediately. And then there was the slam dunk contest that Spud Webb won at five foot seven.
0: Yeah, and I remember that one.
1: So you're talking you're talking about just, ex- and then at the same time in the three point contest, you had Larry Bird in the three point contest where now. The top players, the stars of stars, if you will, like LeBron has never been in a dunk contest because there's no incentive for him to be in a dunk contest. Because if he wins, you're like, oh, yeah, you won, you lebron LeBron. But if somehow he loses it, it's just such a scar on his legacy or his resume. Back then, the top, play- I mean, Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilson, Larry Bird was in the three-point contest. These top players were in the NBA All-Star Saturday Night. So yeah, show those. Show those classic, you know, matchups. I'd much rather watch those again on Saturday night and then watch old classic all star games. You know, watch the ninety two one. Heck, show Kobe's show Kobe's last all star game. That will get a good rating. I guarantee it. I mean, show I mean do all those things. It's much safer. It's gonna be better. You're still gonna make money without the risk of flying
0: people into Atlanta. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think we've nailed this one down. I think the NBA think should so. uh, call us. Yeah, NBA should 100% to us. Yep. Call uh, us now. Let's break this week down, shall we? Let's do it. First off, we got the National TV Games of the Week. We got Wednesday is a double header on ESPN. We got the 7.30 game which is the 11 and 12 Atlanta Hawks at the 11 and 14 Dallas Mavericks. Shwanda.
1: Yeah, I mean this game is on national television for one reason obviously. It's Trey Young versus Luka Doncic. Now, if you somehow forget about the 2018 draft, it wasn't that long ago. Luka was drafted third by the Hawks. Trey Young was drafted fifth by the Mavs. They then swapped they traded for each other. The Hawks also got a 2019 pick back, which came out to be Cam Reddish, who's having a pretty good year already. He's averaging about 11.5 points, 4.5 rebounds or so a game, in about 25, 28 minutes. Cam Reddish is a nice young player. So basically, it's, would you rather have Luca right now or would you rather have Trey Young and Cam Reddish? Now, Luca's numbers are slightly better than Trey's. 27 at 27.5 half or 27.8 points, 8.7 rebounds, 9.3 assists, compared to 26.5, 4, and 9.2 for Trey. And their careers are also pretty close, 25 to 24, you know, 7.6 to 8.7, 8.6 to 4, whatever. But you throw Cam's 11 points in there, and really it would be better to have Trey Young right now and Cam Reddish than Luka Doncic. Though so Luka and the Mavs are starting to play a little bit better, You know, they got Porzingis, they got some other pieces, and actually we'll talk about them later because they actually have another nationally televised game this week. But this one is all about Luka versus Trey Young. It's going to be fun. But John Collins has also been good for uh, the Hawks. He's averaging over 17 a game, almost eight rebounds. Capella's been good for them as a double-double guy. DeAndre Hunter's been good for them. But again, I said that just to give those guys a little bit of a plug. This is Trey Young versus Luka. Luke has been playing a little bit better. I love Trey Young. I think Trey Young is extremely underrated. Still, my boy Rashad Phillips will tell you all about that. You should follow him. More on that maybe later. But I like I like the Hawks to actually come in to Dallas and make a statement on nationally television, nationally television, national television tomorrow, and have the Hawks win this game in Dallas.
0: Really. Hawks win it in Dallas. Nice. Next up, we got the 10 p.m. game. The 10 p.m. Did I? 10 p.m. I cannot. say. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, mean, yeah. I mean, like, like I keep stuttering over it. Uh, the 16 and 8 Milwaukee Bucks at the 14 and 9 Phoenix Suns. What's your thoughts? Yeah, this is a game that beginning of the year,
1: I'll 100% admit it. I would tell you, hey, this game should be on national television. This is an easy win for the Bucks. No big deal, no problem. Bucks are one of the best three teams in the East. This will be fine. But you know what? Going out to the West, sometimes those West Coast trips can be tough for uh, those East Coast teams. And the Phoenix Suns getting Chris Paul was huge for them. It gives them a veteran presence. It gives them stability. It gives them so much. You know that they were missing because they do have a good young nucleus. Devin Booker obviously, he's been having a great year. He's playing great. That they're they're one of the and you can make a case that together, if you're taking both members of the backcourt, they have the best backcourt in the league. Obviously, there's that's debatable. Uh, you know, Portland has a case if CJ and Dam- oh, Damian Damian Lillard are both healthy right now. CJ's not, but they have a case. A couple other teams have a case, but. They, the Suns are definitely in that discussion. Bucks going out west, though. I think the Suns keep it close. I think it's fun. I think it's entertaining. It'll be a great game if you want to stay up late on a Wednesday night. But I do think the Bucks are going to win this one. Probably in the six to
0: eight point range if I had to throw out a, a prediction. Next up, we got Thursday's doubleheaders on TNT. We got the 7:30 p.m. the nine and fourteen Miami Heat at the 12 or 11 and 12 Houston Rockets. Yeah, and, and we've mentioned this before in the earlier
1: podcast. So I'll just keep reminding you. Obviously, the Rockets have a lot of national televised games because the NBA expected James Harden to still be there. Here's the thing: the Rockets are better without him. John Wall's been good. Victor Oladipo's been good. Cousins has been good. Uh, Christian Wood has been good. Who nobody besides people who lived in Michigan, because we saw him play well against for the Pistons last year. Most other people didn't know who Christian Wood was before this year. The Rockets are actually a better team, and really it is a addition by subtraction here. James Harden is an amazing individual offensive player. Not really good for team ball movement. Things like that nature. And the Rockets are playing a lot better. And they're playing well. And they're one of the teams that now all of a sudden has a shot in the Western Conference playoff race. I still think at the end of the day they won't make it. But I think they're going to make it fun. The Heat have vastly underachieved, obviously, since they made the NBA Finals last year. Jimmy Butler's still the man. Can he right the ship for them? I think he can at least to the point that they can make the playoffs in the East because I still feel... After the first four or five teams in the East, the rest of the East isn't that good. But I do think the Rockets at home in Houston get this W.
0: Next up, we got the 10 p.m. game with the 17 and seven Phoenix 76ers at Philadelphia. I knew what you meant. All right, did I say Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. That'd be fun, though. Yeah. Phoenix, Philadelphia. Philadelphia 76ers at the 12 and 10 Portland Trail Blazers. The
1: Blazers. Yeah, you like those Blazers, don't you? Blazers. Oh yeah. Mm. Trail Blazers. Oh yeah, Trail Blazers. Yeah. Another I game. do like I do like that name actually. It is a cool name. It is a cool name. Another matchup we talked about the Bucks and the Suns. Here's another matchup of a really good Eastern Conference team, the 76ers, going west to go play Port- Portland in a nationally televised game. So it's a big game for them. 76 or have seven, one of the best records in the NBA as we are saying this right now. Obviously things are all subject to change these days, but there's a lot of teams bunched up, but they obviously are a top team. Joel Embiid's been playing like an MVP candidate. Obviously Ben Simmons is still Ben Simmons. Been very good. I, I mean, Portland, I like Damian Lillard a lot, but I just mentioned it a, a minute or two ago, CJ McCollum's still out. That's going to be the difference in this game. 76ers get the job done in Portland. Dame probably has like 38 in this game, but it's not going to be enough. Philly wins.
0: Quick, simple, and to the point. That's what she said. What bump. I need that sound effect right there. <laughs> oh. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> Let's move on to Friday's doubleheaders on ESPN. We got the 7.30 p.m. We have the 10 and 12 New Orleans Pelicans. I did not say Saints. Good job. Thank you. And the 11 and 14 Dallas Mavericks. What's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, like we mentioned earlier, yes, the Mavericks have another (laughs) national televised game. Here it is. Uh, so we can talk about somebody besides Luka right now. You know, Perzingis has been really good when he's played. He's averaging over 20 a game and almost 9 rebounds. Tim Hardaway Jr., again, having 17 or so a game. And, you know, they they have some nice pieces. The Pelicans are still underachieving. They're on national television because ESPN wants to put Zion Williamson on their screen as much as humanly possible. Still the And I know Brandon Ingram has been good, too. They still have the rumors in... New Orleans land and Pelican land. Will they trade Lonzo Ball? Will they trade J.J. Redick? What will they do? They're underachieving. What's going to happen? This is a game that the Mavs have to win. I feel like they will win. I feel like Zion will have 20. Brandon Ingram will have 20.
0: And Mavs will win by like 12. Wow. Right there. Then we have the 10 p.m. game. We have the 9 and 10 Memphis Grizzlies at the 19-6 and 6 Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers! <laughs> and obviously you see the difference in their records.
1: Memphis has lost a decent amount of games already uh, due to COVID postponements. I'm glad that Memphis has a national TV game because it gives me an excuse to have a uh, guilty cameo that I love to do, a plug that I love to do. So Xavier Tillman, Center for the Grizzlies. He's been having a really nice rookie year from Michigan State. Went to Great Rapids Christian High School to end his high school career before he started at Forest Hill Central High School, which is where I went to high school. I've known Xavier for a long time. Really happy for X and and uh, you know his family and yeah, he's married, he has two young kids, and just a really nice to see him mature and develop as a as a young man and always wish good things for X, but Memphis also has John Morant, who's who's also extremely entertaining and fun to watch, which is another reason why they get this national televised game. But mainly this is a national televised game because it's obviously the Lakers. Anthony Davis has been sitting out here and then, and LeBron has been playing really, really big minutes. He's been playing really, really well still at age 36 and year like 19 or whatever it is, 18 now. um, Had a short rest. He hasn't shown any signs of slowing down yet. I still think it's very problematic for LeBron James to be playing 40, 42, 43-plus minutes in overtime games against, you know, OKC and the Pistons and other of these teams trying to get these, you know, trying to get wins. He's having great numbers. He's having a great year. I, I just feel like he's playing too many minutes. At some point, it has to catch up to him, doesn't it? He's an amazing physical yeah. specimen, but at some point it has to catch up to him. And I really feel like they're good enough if they're all healthy and everything's fine. It doesn't matter if they're the one seed or the three seed or whatever. And right now they'd be the two seed. Utah would be the one and Clippers would be the three. But all three of those teams are very, 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 very close together. So if they're, if they're and truthfully, if the Warriors, which right now they'd be right around that eight seed. Lakers probably don't want to play the Warriors in a 1-8 matchup. You probably would rather be the two or three seed. But I think at some point they got to give LeBron a night off and give up a January or February win for another chance at a title. Though, so far LeBron has shown that he's just a physical freak and he's just stronger and faster and more athletic than everybody. So maybe he just keeps going. And, you know, makes me feel bad about all the things he's accomplished at 36 when I'm 38. But I, I do think the Lakers are going to win this game. I'm just, if you're talking long term, and I know people don't do that a lot in sports radio and, and talking head shows on, on networks. We all want to know the immediate, you know, what was this game rank in your all-time greatest performances, right? The fact of the matter is it's it's the middle of, well, not the middle yet. It's still the beginning of February. It doesn't really matter what you do right now. You're trying to position yourself uh, for the playoffs. So, Lakers win this game, but I, I am concerned. We'll see. We'll we'll keep talking about this in this podcast. We'll see if it comes back. You know, We are recording this. We'll see if it comes back. But I'm just saying, be a little concerned about the LeBron's minutes right
0: now. Yeah. I, I can't see him continuing the pattern that he's doing. Right? Like, I just can't just, I mean, so how old was Jordan when he finally retired?
1: (laughs) Which which time, right?
0: When he finally retired. That's
1: the thing. To to try to keep it in perspective, and I have to look it up in our stats and research department to get it 100% right, but obviously the first time after the first three-peat, and he retired, and he was done, whatever, he tried baseball for a while, he had a lot going on in his life. Obviously his dad just was murdered all that stuff. Yeah. But then he comes back and wins three more, then he leaves again. Then he tries to come back, you know, again for for the final time with the Wizards and and he's still good. He just wasn't Jordan, right? But all of that and you also have to remember he did go to college for 3 years on like LeBron obviously who did not go to college. Correct. So that's the biggest thing is it's not even it's not even Le- LeBron's age as much as it's his years in the league and the wear and tear on his body sure. and again we have to remember last not the year that just finished obviously they won a championship and that had the bubble and that had a two month break or whatever three month break or whatever it was in between the season and then the season ending whatever but before that the year right before that he didn't make the playoffs his first year with the Lakers he was hurt a little bit right But the four years before that, they made the finals, all four of those years, losing to the Warriors, obviously, and then, oh, I'm sorry, three of those four years, they they did make it to the finals, because the year, that last year that the Warriors lost, they lost to Toronto, so, no, that was the year, yeah, that was the year that uh, that LeBron was at the Lakers, and he uh, didn't make the playoffs, yeah, so the years before that, they made the finals. Right, and they won one, lost the others but you're still playing until the last final day, you're having all those extra games, all those playoff games, all those so eventually you're just taking a toll where you're just playing so many more games that at some point have to start slowing down, now obviously the game is much different, people can't be as physical as the with any players right now as you used to be able to do in the late 80's and 90's obviously and obviously, his body is bigger and stronger, you know, more athletic than pretty much everybody on this planet. He's a freak of nature. But at some point, those minutes that he's played, those years, those games, they got to wear down. Like, he should be the one that takes these games off, not Anthony Davis to rest his knee or whatever. Like, LeBron needs a couple days. Right. Off. Right. And so I'm just I would just say big picture I would be more concerned about that. We'll have a chance to talk about it more if he ever starts slowing down. Obviously, right now he's having, you know, he's averaging like twenty six, seven and seven or something like that. He's ever, he's having a great year. You know, they're two C in the West. They're do, they're they're doing fine. The big games they they come you know they're ready for. It's that game after the big game. Like they lost to the Pistons after being you know yeah like you, you you lose to the you know you lose the the you win the important game and then you're like ah. And like those are the games that he doesn't need to play, you know. Just, just let let Kuzma and and you know Danny Green and those guys just go, you know, <laughs> Rondo and you know, go out there and play against. against <laughs> like we don't we don't care about this game, right? So I I they gotta do that, but I, I would be worried about it. I am if if I was a fan, I'm not a fan of them, so I'm not worried about it. But I'm just saying, I'm telling <laughs> if, you guys, if I was if, worried, about if it. I was a fan, I would be worried about it. I love it because I want. I shouldn't say I want him to fail because that's kind of mean, but I I do want him to fail.
0: <laughs> it's that time for Game of the week. And that's right, it is the games of the weekend. Oh, we got a bunch too. Let's go! Time to get lit! Go. It is Saturday, 3 p.m. We got the 17-7 and 7 Philadelphia 76ers at the 14-9 Phoenix Suns NBA TV. See, I just, I mashed this game up. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that, that was great
1: foreshadowing by you. Right. And this is obviously part of the 76ers' uh, West road trip where we talked about it. The Bucks are going West playing the Suns. The 76ers are also playing, you know, going West playing Portland and the Suns. Again, sometimes teams struggle, you know, East Coast going West Coast. A 3 o'clock start on a a Saturday afternoon, that's like a noon local time. Well, no, in Phoenix, I guess it would be 1. Yeah, it would be 1. 1 o'clock local time in Phoenix. So, early start. I think both teams are good. I think the Suns do need to get more credit nationally than they've been getting so far. Philadelphia is better. They win this
0: game. Then we got Sunday, 7.30 p.m., we got the 12-10 and 10 Portland Trailblazers at the 11-14 Dallas Mavericks. This one's on ESPN. Yeah, if,
1: if you like Dallas and you don't live in that area, you have a great chance to see them a whole bunch of times on national television this weekend. Um, yeah, and this is an ESPN Sunday night game. Again, what we talked about, they don't have football anymore. They're, they're adding some more some more basketball games. Luka versus Damian Lillard should be fun. Should be high scoring. I would take the over for entertainment purposes only, of course. Um, though sports betting is legal now in Michigan, so I don't, yeah. to, I don't even have to say that anymore. I can just flat out tell you that I bet on games. Um, but I, 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 I think close. I think the Mavs are going to win this because it's at home. I don't feel great about that pick, so I'll probably stay away from the uh, the spread and just go for the over/under. But I think it's going to be really high scoring and really fun.
0: Next, we got Sunday, 10 p.m., we got the 19-6 and 6 Los Angeles Lakers at the 12-11 and 11 Denver Nuggets. This one's on ESPN. Yeah, this one's
1: on ESPN. It's a uh, replay, if you will, rematch, probably better, of the uh, Western Conference Finals, obviously, which the Lakers did win, obviously, last year. Denver still needs to get going, man. You know, the Joker, Djokovic, he's been... You know, he's been great, but he still needs to kind of bring Jamal Murray. He's been great. Mate, Man Man Morris, Clint Leacher, I can always shout out Man Man. But they just, know, Denver needs to kind of get rolling a little bit because right now, if exactly, if the playoffs started today, they would be right on the outside looking in, which is not obviously where they want to be. It's not where they expect to be. So they got to get rolling. Now, this game is in Denver, which helps. Big national te- televised game on a Sunday night on ESPN. I mean, Overall, all things are equal. I still think Lakers are a better team. I think Denver does win this game,
0: however, um, because they need it more. Next we got Sunday, 10 p.m. We have the 10 and 15 Cleveland Cavaliers at the 17 and 8 Los Angeles Clippers. This one's on NBA TV. Yeah, we got a double header at 10 p.m. or uh, it's not technically a double header, but we have two, two going at the same teams. time. But yeah.
1: we have a double dip. There we go. Yeah, we have a dip. double dip at 10 o'clock on Sunday night. For get those of your you... get your clickers ready. That's right. Or if, switcher. Or if you have forth. two TVs in your living room like I do, you're good. But yeah, ESPN. You got <laughs> NBA TV. You got both games going on. You know the Cavs. Colin Sexton is, is young. He's exciting. He's good worth looking at. Andre Drummond, as people in Michigan, we remember him. You know, he's having a good year. They wonder, is he going to get bought out and then move to a contender? Kevin Love, is he going to be healthy and then move to a contender? So really, that's why you watch Cleveland. is like, who are they going to move? And then is Colin Sexton going to go off? Clippers are the better team. Obviously Leonard, Paul George, they're going to win this game. And the Cavs should just enjoy their one night at nationally televised games this year.
0: Next, we have the game of the weekend. Oh yeah! We have a prime time ABC. We got 8:30 p.m. We have the 12 and 12 Golden State at the 14-11 Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, so. This is this is an ABC primetime, 8.30,
1: Saturday night kind of game. It's fun. The Warriors have been basically 500 all year. They win a game, they lose a game. They win two games, they lose two games. It's pretty much been how, how they go. They lost last night, Monday night, on a tough game against the Spurs where, if you haven't seen the play, down three with about seven and a half seconds to go. As soon as they inbounded to Dr- Draymond Green, he threw up a, basically a half, he was one step within inside half court. Assuming that they were going to foul him right away, so he's trying to throw it up so he can get fouled. Instead of, you know, you know, I don't know. Let me see what would be a better option than that. Oh, I don't know. Passing it to the best three-point shooter of all time, Steph Curry, who's two <laughs> feet away from you. Maybe that's going to be a better option. Maybe. Maybe. So the, they, the Warriors was a tough one of the Spurs um, last night. They're playing them again as we speak. Um, I don't know if there's like some sort of copyright rules that we can say this score or not say the score. We'll just say the Warriors are playing much better. Things are going much better this evening as they play in the fourth quarter right now, Correct. and the Warriors have a significant amount of more points than the Spurs do. Yeah, I'll say
0: that. That's I, I, I can say that. That's that's fine, right? I mean, Blue team winning, black team, not so much. Yeah, that was that was beautiful. Yeah.
1: So. The Warriors will continue their one win, one loss. So they do play the Magic on Thursday, um, which obviously is a game that they have to win. And then this game, and then the question for the Nets is, will Kevin Durant be cleared to play yet? Because tonight, without him, the Nets lost to Detroit, Detroit Basketball! It's in the justice So... Yeah, there's that. Pretty embarrassing. So I the, know. Though the Pistons, actually, they've beaten the Nets and the Lakers in the last 10 days. So that's awesome. Wow. Well, um, they still suck. But I love them, but they well, still suck. I mean, um,
0: every blind squirrel finds a nut now and then. But a broken clock is right twice a day. So. <laughs> or, you know, you could be like
1: an escalator who never breaks. You just become stairs. So, right. um, <laughs> so, but anyway, so, yeah, will Durant be able to play, which, by the way, if you... Didn't hear about it for some reason. Craziest thing ever. He has negative tests. He's cleared to play. Then he's pulled out of the lineup. Then he's, because of a contract tracing. Then, okay, no, he is fine. We're not sure. He's allowed to play. He's He doesn't start, but he's allowed to come into the game. And then we find out, oh, wait, no, that other trace test was positive. Now you can't play. So now he comes out of the game again. Just absolutely ridiculous. Terribly handled by the NBA and the Nets, for that matter. But, just weird but will he be able to play which will be fun obviously him versus Steph which is why it's a national televised five-time game two former teammates you know him going against Kyrie Irving him going against James Harden which Steph and James Harden had a lot of great matchups against each other as as Rockets versus Warriors which usually went the way of Steph Curry and and the Warriors this game is in Brooklyn if Kevin Durant plays I do think the Nets win. If Kevin Durant does not play, I think Steph Curry makes a statement against James Harden and Kyrie Irving and goes for like 38 to 45 points, somewhere in that range. And the Warriors actually get the job done. And for the issue of full disclosure, yes, I am a Steph Curry and Warriors fan.
0: That was a nice week of the NBA. It really is. It's, it's
1: a really big week of nice national televised games. It's, it's, it's almost like the NBA is smart and be like, you know what? We know you're sad about the the, 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 the ending of football. Here you go.
0: Let's, let's go. watch some games. Here you go. Watch some NBA games. It's amazing and how these
1: producers know what they're doing. It's amazing. <laughs> especially with it, it's a shortened season. It's not a fully two-game season. Again, we're already in February, so you start looking at the standings. Every you start, oh, we're we only two or three games back. Like you have to kind of start looking at that. The trade deadlines in mid March, you're going to start seeing the veterans that get bought out so they can go go to a, a contender. I mean, so there's a, there's a lot of things going to happen. There's a lot of things that's going to happen in the NBA the next you know six weeks or so, and it's very it's good television. It's entertaining. It's fun to watch. It's fun to talk about. You know, if you're not the biggest NBA fan, it won't hurt my feelings. Just watch it for a little bit, enjoy yourself. You know, pitchers and catchers will be reporting soon enough and then you can, you know, move on with your life. But right now, basketball takes center stage and in hockey. In hockey. Hockey, Canadian soccer. So, you know, you have <laughs> you do you know, you do have you you have that to watch. You have that to watch as well. So, you know, now is now's the time to you some know Some of
0: us some of us are hockey fans. I mean, I do enjoy the Red Wings. The good old hockey game.
1: Yeah. It's the best game you can name. Mean, the best game you can name is a good old hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the Joe. Oh. I miss the Joe. <laughs> I, I mean, if you've never been to Joe Louis Arena where the Wings used to play, yeah, yeah, it was a dump, but it was our dump. And it it, I was, just, I, it I, was a dump. I miss the Joe so bad. <laughs> Little was, Caesars Arena is gorgeous, but I, I miss I miss the Joe. It was still it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's not the Joe. No, it is It is not the Joe. The Joe is no longer with us. Yeah. It's been demolished. Rest in peace, Joe.
0: I mean, the only thing that might have beat out the Joe would be Tiger Stadium, like the old Tiger Stadium. the Pee and then the troughs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Quarter of Woodworth, right? Yeah,
1: Woodworth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Good stuff. And everybody not from Michigan
0: is so confused right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, enjoy this week of basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Enjoy this week of basketball. Any closing thoughts for you? No, I feel like I've said
1: too much. So, just enjoy this week of basketball. Always can get at us. I obviously have my on my website, which is easiest to find in all eyes on. Just the letter U hoops. On Twitter, where you can get click right to the uh, website, which mainly focuses on Michigan high school and AAU basketball, and and best and AAU basketball from the Midwest during the summer months. But I also have a a, a link on there from our Flagrant Friends podcast. It has all the all each episode, so you can find it right there. There's a comp, uh, contact contact section, so you can you know write us, ask us any questions, do anything like that. But hey, I don't. I'm an open book. My my uh, website has my email. It has my it has my phone number. If you want to tweet at me, you want to text me, you want to email me. I don't. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't scared. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I don't pick up. I don't pick up a call if I don't know the number. But if you want to text? You want to text, email, or or uh, tweet at
0: me? Go ahead. I'm, I ain't scared. All right. And where else can we find you? You've been doing a video. Yeah, the NBA
1: carousel. We do them uh, Monday nights, um, and it's streamed live on uh, Streamyard. Is what they use to to watch it. They also put the link on on YouTube. So yeah, you can you can absolutely uh, check check us out on that every Monday night. And you know, maybe I'll even put you know put a link of uh, of that on, on on there as well because this week I actually was talking about the Warriors, so I was right off the bat uh, because our host uh, Megan is a Spurs fan, so she talked. Since they, you know, just finished wrapping up, a uh, splitting a a back to back with each other, so she talked first, and I I talked after that, and and then in the other one, you know, I was a little bit later on, but I could, you know, I could put the exact time of when I did come on. Then I actually was talking about the uh, Wizards and Bradley Beal and, and Westbrook after their beat their uh, win over the Nets. So, uh, you know, if you ever want, if you want to ever, I don't. I don't couldn't imagine why anybody would want to see me since I have the face for radio and a body for a podcast. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you could, I guess, kind of see me or hear me and, and all that other stuff. And, you know, if you couldn't figure it out, I like to talk about sports. So.
0: <laughs> all right. And coming at you from the Stage Left Lounge, as always, we have our other podcast, the Beer, the Bud and the Bourbon, still working on that. It's coming out soon. Keep I'm on really looking out, forward to that forward. one. It's coming
1: not that I, I don't I'm not on it I'm just looking forward to
0: listening to it oh yeah. you you will probably be on it at some point don't you think I mean if I was a betting man I'd say probably yes the flagrant friends podcast is hosted and directed by Benjamin W. Gross with sports analysis from Steve Swanda flagrant friends is recorded live at the stage left lounge recording studio join us next week for more NBA news